After five beautiful years of having tons of fun with the Nintendo Switch, there are lots of new rumors going around out there about the successor to this incredible console that Nintendo really surprised the world with. And I was one of those skeptics because like a lot of people, I was not overly enthused by the Wii U when it came out. There was some fun software on that machine for sure, but it did feel like Nintendo was kind of struggling to pivot from the Wii to the Wii U. And so I was skeptical back in 2017 about what they were gonna do with their new machine. And when I saw the first trailer for the Switch, like a lot of folks out there, I was like, okay, it looks cool, but it looks like there's gonna be a lot of stuff with this thing. Lots of things to click onto it and lots of things that you might lose if you're traveling with this. But the proof was in the pudding and this platform ended up being my favorite thing that Nintendo has ever created. And it was that hybrid sensation. I remember back in 2017 hitting the road with the Switch I think we traveled to France and we had some interviews that we had to do with TV makers and documentary makers. We were on planes, trains, and automobiles and I was playing the Switch like crazy, reviewing stuff on the road. And it really showcased how much we had transitioned to this brand new paradigm. Nintendo had done it. They had created something where we could play something at home on our big screen television sets and then get on an airplane or go anywhere and have that same core experience no matter where we were playing. It was profound. And getting on all the planes and all the traveling that I was doing afterwards, I remember we reviewed the Switch Lite in Tokyo, and that was incredible too, playing Switch Lite on all the trains that we had to do across Japan. And then, of course, the Switch OLED came out last year, and there was no way that I was gonna let this one slip by. And in fact, this became the first machine that I've ever applied a screen protector to. That's how beautiful the OLED screen on this device is. I wanted to preserve and protect it. So I haven't dropped it yet. Um, so I haven't tested out the screen protector and I never want to, but I just love looking at games on this OLED screen. I really think that Nintendo tapped into something that Sony suggested with the PSP and amplified with the Vita. There's been lots of ideas around this kind of thing, lots of micro PCs and handheld PCs over the years. And of course, Valve Steam Deck is a brand new component in this conversation. But I think of all of the hybrid console ideas that have come in the video game industry, the Switch is the console that has nailed it the best. And that goes all the way back to the old Sega Genesis Nomad, which I have and, and I was blown away by way back in the day. But the Switch is something else. This is a machine that Nintendo's provided ample fantastic software for, starting with its incredible breakout year in 2017 with The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and Super Mario Odyssey and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And the list goes on and on. There's been so many incredible titles. Astral Chain, Luigi's Mansion 3. This year, we've got Xenoblade Chronicles 3 to look forward to. As I'm recording this, we have still got Mario Strikers Battle League to look forward to. There's been just a great, great assortment of titles on this platform. Not to mention some unbelievable successes with third-party software like Skyrim being ported to this thing, The Witcher 3 being ported to this thing, the Doom games on this machine, not to mention all of the incredible indie titles that are just flourishing on this device, so much so that the indie world showcases that Nintendo puts together are always a highlight for me. I love looking forward to what indie developers have got coming up on this machine. And so the discussion right now, of course, is what is Nintendo going to do? And this started with uh, Nintendo CEO in Japan, you know, answering questions and commenting on the fact that, yes, of course, they're working on the, the next 
console or the next iteration of whatever the Switch is going to be or whatever they're working on. They're working on new hardware to initially probably fit right alongside the Switch and then eventually supplant it. And so I've been thinking, what do I want to see out of a successor to the Nintendo Switch? And initially, when these rumors started to really percolate, and they started percolating back in 2018, you know, within a year of the Switch coming out, because the, the big conversation about the Switch, of course, is that it's not as powerful as what PlayStation and Xbox have been providing. But Nintendo and its partners have proved time and again that it's not really computational horsepower that makes a great experience and makes you play a, an unforgettable game. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is my favorite game of all time. It was in 2017 and it exists today as my favorite game of all time in 2022. And this is how I played it. And I loved playing it on the Nintendo Switch. So as we ask Nintendo and each other, because I know every game fan out there is wondering what the hell Nintendo is going to do. And Nintendo has been quite vocal about not wanting to drop the ball. And if you look at the you know, the jagged line of sales numbers that Nintendo has dealt with as they pivoted from one machine to the other, it's really quite extraordinary. We'd see a console like the Nintendo 64 come out with about 40 million units sold worldwide. The Wii U would drop right down to like 20 million units, and it just goes all over the place. We get over the 100 million units sold hump with things like the original Wii. We know that the DS is sold into the 150 million mark. And so Nintendo's been doing this as they've moved from one machine to the other, it has never been a non-bumpy transition for Nintendo. The other platforms maybe a little bit less so. PlayStation did quite well from PlayStation 1 to PlayStation 2. They took a bit of a stumble with PlayStation 3, but they made uh, a lot of those sales numbers back up by the time the PS3 was sort of pivoting to the PlayStation 4. PS4 is a monstrous success, but it's been difficult for all of these console manufacturers to reach that 100 million sold point. The Switch has done it. It's passed it. It's sold more than the Wii, and it's on track to become one of the best-selling video game consoles of all time. The reason why is because it kills two birds with one stone. It's an incredible portable, especially if you pick up the Switch Lite, but it's also a, a fantastic plug into your TV at home console. And so initially, when we started talking about what Nintendo should do, and there were rumors with what eventually turned out to be the Nintendo Switch OLED, that whatever was going to be coming out from Nintendo Next was gonna be a more CPU intensive Switch experience. And at the time I was saying, okay, well this machine uh, should be called the Super Switch. You know, it should be some kind of a, a, a real connection to what we know of the Nintendo Switch and just make it beefier with more horsepower, maybe allow us some 4K resolution upgrades using some of that NVIDIA DLSS technology, which will upscale everything and make everything look a lot more beautiful. And of course the Super Switch didn't happen, hasn't happened yet. But that was what I wanted to call it. I wanted to call it the Super Switch. It's a tip of the hat to one of my favorite consoles of all time, the, the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. The Super Nintendo is an incredible machine, and I love that I can play so many Super Nintendo games on the Switch. It's one of the reasons why I love this machine so much. Not only does it have that hybrid capacity, but it also has this real connection to the glory days and the past of Nintendo. And yes, we want more. We want more consoles in the Nintendo Switch online catalog, and we want more titles in those respective consoles consoles, but it's pretty freaking cool that we have access to all of those games. But now as we are actually getting Nintendo to talk about their concerns about making this transition and how are they going to do this right and how are they going to keep the existing Switch install base happy, what I've kind of realized is that the smartest play for Nintendo to do here is to not 
shock us with reinvention is to not come out and say, well, you think the switch was cool. How about all of these new things that our new machine is going to do? You know, you can take off a controller and it's got its own built-in screen so it's a handheld and then you put it on and it, you can carry it with a bigger screen and it's a bigger switch thing and then you can hook it up to a tv and it does 8k and i, I don't want nintendo to kind of lose the plot i want them to deliver something that improves the resolution sure a bit for sure it would be great to have a, a you know a 1920 by 1080 display on the screen for sure and maybe 4K when it's plugged into a television set. But I think even more important than that is a 60 frames per second kind of baseline on all software. And that would include upgrades for existing software. So, you know, much like what Xbox has been doing with their backwards compatibility initiative, there should be something that, that connects the existing software libraries that we have on our switches right now to an enhanced, an improvement on whatever the next machine is gonna be called. And I think that they should stick with this hybrid model. I think that they should have more comfortable Joy-Con controllers that plug into whatever the next machine is gonna be called. Maybe there should be two sizes, like a Switch Lite version, so a slightly smaller version. That should still switch. I think that concept of being able to be hybrid and also connected to a television is key. It's a great handheld, the Switch Lite, but I think if they make a successor to the Switch Lite concept, it should also be hybrid. And I don't think that Nintendo should pivot away and make a dedicated only to television machine either. I think that this hybrid model has been proven out. I think it makes it much easier for developers to not have to split their focus and to not have to split up teams to make a portable division and a, uh, a console-based division on some incredible properties out there. I think, you know, keeping that core skew that all of these developers are shooting for as simple and as clean as possible has made for some really exceptional and exciting software. And that's what's going to sell these machines, let's be honest. So I think keeping that core concept of one machine that can do it all is really important. I think keeping that backwards compatibility and enhanced backwards compatibility for existing Switch titles is also very important. Of course, that eShop continuation has to be a part of whatever Nintendo comes out with so that anything that you bought digitally for the Switch will carry over, and that includes all of the subscriptions. So if you're a subscriber to Nintendo Switch Online, that should carry right over to the new machine. And it should have, for all intents and purposes, functionality that we are familiar with. And so that brings me to what does Nintendo call this machine? And as much as I love the Super Switch and also the crazy ideas that Nintendo has had over the years and the, the rebrands and the, the sort of reimaginations of themselves as a company, it's kept that company incredibly exciting to talk about and cover for the last 25, 26 years I've been doing this. It, it, you know, Nintendo is never dull. Certainly they've taken some missteps and delivered things that we were less than enthused about, but they are never dull. They're, they're always exciting. And in this case, I want them to be a little more predictable. So my thought is that Nintendo should simplify the message and be very clear that this platform works and people want it. And they're gonna call the next machine that they make the Nintendo Switch 2. 
and be very specific about it, that it is an upgrade. It is part of the Switch ecosystem, but it will be a substantial upgrade. Games will look better, they will run faster, and they will be improved on the Nintendo Switch 2. There will be nothing to explain to people out there that don't cover all the minutia of video games, and that's incredibly important. PlayStation, you know, puts on an event and says, we're calling our next machine PlayStation 5. You know, it's like, okay, they're very predictable. Xbox, I don't know if it's served the brand that well to call a machine Xbox One and then the next one, the Xbox Series X and the Series S. I feel like an Xbox 360, they've got brands all over the place and, and you can see in their jagged lines on, on how the sales are going with their consoles as well. I think PlayStation has played it very safe with the branding and the titling of their machines, but consumers everywhere understand that they're getting an upgrade. And frankly, the Wii U was a massive upgrade on the original Wii, but the Wii U branding was really destructive and very confusing. It was very hard for people to understand what the hell the difference was if they weren't following all of the details around video games. They thought the Wii U was just the Wii with a, an extra controller that you could look at the screen with. And so it was a confusing machine in a bunch of different ways. I think Nintendo should take a page from Sony's playbook and make the next machine an upgrade on this existing beautiful platform. It should be called the Nintendo Switch 2. But my other thought, especially now in the wake of the launch of the Valve Steam Deck and the you know massive success, the unequivocal success of the Nintendo Switch is for both Sony and Xbox to look at this hybrid console model and get into it. Not through just mobile streaming, not through just trying to find multiple ways that people can access content without making hardware. I think they should be making hardware. I think they should be making hybrid hardware. They've made really powerful machines out of the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4 that now could be shrunk down to portable consoles that would play software at tremendous resolutions and frame rates and make people very happy and also give people an opportunity to access that sort of cross-generation software that may be sitting idle on a brand new Xbox Series X or a PlayStation 5. If people had a hybrid opportunity to walk around with a new PlayStation Portable or a new Xbox Portable, and they weren't streaming stuff to it, which is getting better, make no mistake, the streaming software to mobile phones and to tablets and all that stuff, it's incredible. But it, there's still something to be said about downloading stuff directly to a hard drive or an SSD and accessing that content locally and playing it right there. And then being able to save it back through the cloud and, and continue on when you plug in at home. But this hybrid console model has been so extremely successful. It's here to stay. And my thought is that Nintendo is gonna keep going with it and hopefully provide something just extraordinary with, I hope it's called the Nintendo Switch 2. And that's going to inspire Sony to take another look at their PlayStation Portable idea, maybe make a PSP3. Um, and I still want Xbox to get into this space as well. This idea of being able to port our stuff everywhere is profound and it's here to stay. And it's all thanks to this little baby right here. So Nintendo, congratulations on the success of this machine. We're all very glad to be hearing that you are thinking about what is coming next. We're all also hoping that you don't fumble it and you make it very simple for people to understand what you are doing with the successor to the Nintendo Switch. And my thought is keep it simple, keep it straightforward, 
and call it the Nintendo Switch 2. All right, you guys, I want to hear what you think about what Nintendo should do with its successor to the Nintendo Switch. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for subscribing to this channel. And thank you for also following our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash EPN. We will see you soon. And until then, play forever. Oh, <laughs>